Welcome to Advanced Fashion Disruption, with co-hosts Benson Roberts III and Megan Somerville, where we discuss the tragic, the predatory, the glory, and the deep beauty of fashion. Welcome to the American Shit Show, which is in full raging um, stink. And while we are all focused on the multiple giant backward social steps that the uh, U.S. seems to be taking, we need to uh, remember that we can concentrate on more than one issue at a time. And the news cycle is all about the reversal of Roe versus Wade and allowing uh, prayer in schools again. Um, however, there is still a war in Ukraine. The Russians are still committing atrocities, the likes of which we've never seen since, I guess, our civil war. And the Ukrainian uh, fashion industry and designers are still, in most cases, displaced. Their production has been damaged. And there are even some designers fighting on the front lines. Um, so today, we're super pleased to be able to catch back up with Jen Sittery, uh, who is the um, head of Angel for Fashion uh, at angelforfashion.com. Also on our website, there is a link, advancedfashiondisruption.com. Just hit the Angel for Fashion link and it'll take you right there. Um, we are we are very fortunate to catch up with uh, Jen Sittery, who is an angel for fashion in more than one way. Good morning, Hi, Jen. good morning, good morning. It's actually afternoon where I am right now. Um, I'm currently in Barcelona, Spain. Um, Yay. Yeah, no, it's really nice. It's the weather's gorgeous. And of course, it, you know, I'm, I'm able to, I guess, avoid the protests happening with the horrific Roe v. Wade decision in the US, right? I mean, I gotta tell you, I, I really can't believe that like, this is even happening. Well, you know, we we all screamed in 2016 when the bros uh, just could not bring themselves to to vote for HRC. We begged them. We told them you have to vote for the candidate that is the most progressive with the most progressive platform because we are likely to need to replace three Supreme Court justices. And if Trump does that, we will send America to hell. Yes. They did not listen. And the states uh, here in the Midwest where uh, uh, Clinton lost, Jill Stein had uh, in those states more votes, enough votes that, that would have been Hillary's that she would have won. And this is this is what the infighting in our, our, on our side of the aisle does. We are more concerned with the correct words and the most pure candidate and the best and, and the um, religious right they are in step and have been for 30 years. So they are winning bad. I mean, they're winning in, in some really bad ways. Mm -hmm. And if we don't get our shit together and um, meet in the intersection and understand that we're all impacted by this, I think that uh, I, I know that my my civil rights as a queer oh, are on yeah, that block. That We've is, already mentioned it. That is definitely next on the line. And I mean, I am super passionate about gay rights, and I know this is just the beginning the horrific step for America um, in terms of what could be next for gays and 
their rights. And it's, it really is shocking. It, I mean, and even, you know, similarly, the, the war on Ukraine, I mean, to me is the same kind of, you know, looking into the past, right? Like this guy still wants to play toy soldiers. I just, I, I don't know where we're going in society right now. Oh, I think it's clear where we're going in society. We're going straight to hell. And it's not just a U.S. problem. I mean, they, they, they've done these same sorts of things in uh, Europe in some places. Um, uh, uh, different countries seem to start with different marginalized groups. Um, but all the marginalized seem to be targeted right now globally. And that's an issue. We, we need to evolve as a people. And that's why the kind of work that you're doing with Angel for Fashion is so critical. And I have to brag on Megan and uh, Rachel Elspeth Gross. Shout out, Rachel. Uh, we are also beginning our own initiative. We have formed a corporation called Global Voices of Fashion, and it's to be prepared for what is next and to support, uh, initially to support Angel for Fashion, but to also recognize that there are crises all over the world for people in the fashion industry and to begin raising global awareness so that when this happens again, and I wish I could say if this happens again, so that when this happens again, we are all prepared to support the industry and keep people from collapsing. Yes. I mean, Rachel has been incredible. I mean, you know, you want to talk about passion, right? I She's mean, a that, force. Right? <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I'm so happy. I was, I was able to meet her through you, Megan, actually. Megan's the great connector. <laughs> I yeah. enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I really do. I, I enjoy just kind of part and, and it's a different passion than Rachel's, but it's very similar. And I think that that's how she and I really connected ultimately. Um, but it, it's finding the people that need to speak to the other people that I find so intriguing. Like it's just absolutely fascinating. Um, and I'm sure that that's kind of how the magic happens in your world that you spoke to us last time, Jen, and, and how you got to be in an article on um, women's world daily is like, that's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, been, it's been really exciting. I have to say, um, I mean, we did just do a follow-up with Women's Wear Daily yesterday. Um, so hopefully the article will be coming out this week, I think, because I had a couple of my Angel for Fashion brands um, showing this week um, at, in Paris at Paris Fashion Week. Um, so I, I know I had um, Yvonne for Love there and Julie Pascal. Uh, these two designers, like, you know, not only designed their collection during the war and the bombing and the air raid sirens, but on top of that, had their teams sew the collections in 10 days to two weeks and then take like uh, two buses and then a train just to get out of Ukraine and then planes to get to Paris Fashion Week and show their collections to buyers. So, I mean, absolutely incredible story, really. 
Um, and the collections did not look like they were put together in that short of a period of time. They were stunning. Amazing. Yeah, so I was just in Paris before this um, because I had actually never met Julie in person, um, even though we had been working together for about five months now. And then, of course, I missed my bestie, Yvonne, because um, we had not seen each other since December. So I had to go see the collections and, and see them in person. Schmooze backstage, talk to beautiful people and amazing creatives. It's difficult. <laughs> yeah, I, was in, I was in Paris a couple times this month. Um, I, I first was there about 10 days ago. I went to um, VivaTech. Um, which is like a tech event and they were featuring um, some Ukrainian tech companies, um, which I had never been to a tech event before, but it was really interesting and very different than a fashion event, I must say. Um, but some really cute guys there at that tech event, you know? Yeah. And they have brains. It's great. <laughs> right? I know. I ha I've got to agree with you. Um, so I did that. It was incredible. And then I just went back um, to to see Paris Fashion Week. And then in between, I actually, we were talking about this last time that I'm Jewish. Um, and I got to go to Israel. I highly recommend going. Yeah, Tel Aviv was absolutely incredible. Um, I mean, I have family there, so I was able to see... I think it's my great aunt who's like 92 um, and she looks amazing. So I was able to see her. And then um, one of my best girlfriends was DJing at a few nightclubs, uh, Sam Blackie. So I was able to go and kind of enjoy the nightlife of Tel Aviv. Um, and then of course was taken to the most magical place, which is Jerusalem and got to visit the wall. Uh, for the first time, um, which was like, it's, there's such a strong feeling there. You can't even believe it's happening. I mean, I had kind of written my note, of course, to, um, you know, support Ukraine and Angel for Fashion. And I walked up to the wall and just at that one point where I was going to put in my note, somebody had already put a Ukrainian ribbon in the wall. So I looked up and that was what was in my face. It was really a moment, I have to say. So yes, it was, I mean, in Italian, we say destino, which it was definitely a destino moment for me. Um, but yeah, so I got to do that. Um, been in Paris, Barcelona, of course, because my development team is here. I was in New York for one day um, at the beginning of June. Uh, I was awarded for my work with the Ukraine um, for a nonprofit called Delivering Good. Um, it was an incredible event and they're actually giving um, me $10,000 to give to a charity of my choice, um, which will, of course will be a Ukrainian charity. Um, and then I spoke at their event. So, and they raised, they raised $400,000 just at that luncheon alone. That's absolutely fantastic. Right? 
Well, and you have a worldview that um, all three of us just really think is an asset because as we're identifying different groups that are in need of help um, that are under this fashion umbrella, we really feel like you have almost like this eagle eye, you know, for what, um, you know, what's really going on um, around the world as we're, you know, sitting behind our computers and doing our own designing and then talking about it. <laughs> so um, I think it's imperative that, you know, while we want to help, that we also be really mindful about people in the industry um, who see a vast greater number of things um, than we do. Well, yeah, and I just think it's key. I mean, you know, as much as I am an American and I do love America, um, I mean, I find myself more and more needing to be in Europe and explore new cultures and places. And, you know, it kind of really teaches you what's out there and what's happening in, in all the different industries, right, when you go to these different places. So, I, I do very much push myself to, you never know what plane ticket I'm buying next. Um, Amazing. I've already told you about the incredible uh, delivering good event, which was uh -huh. so great. And I've told you a bit about my travels. Um, I mean, I can tell you we're kind of looking to take the site to the next level. So I am starting to explore um, maybe a angel investor or investors plural um so i am kind of thinking about that piece of the puzzle because i feel like you know if we really want to to grow the business and you know really make it happen you kind of need that right um after a couple of months um so i'm doing that and of course kind of starting my own small advisory board as well. Um, so something else that I'm working on, I've got a couple of, a couple of guys in mind that I think are going to be on my board here soon, which will be incredible. Um, and then, like I said, like trying to really grow the business um, organically as well with this like social media piece, right? I mean, I don't know how involved you are in it, but um, I am I am starting to begin to record videos of myself talking about the brands, um, which is so funny because I'm so not an influencer, I feel like. I mean, do you do this? It's weird um, <laughs> until you keep doing it, um, but it it stays weird for a while. I gotta say, <laughs> are you doing this, Megan? Um, I was doing it on, um, TikTok, um, which was not a comfortable space for me being almost 50. Um, yeah. and, um, then all of a sudden getting over 20,000 followers was, um, you know, kind of a little overwhelming. <laughs> wow, really? Look at you. Um, and so, um, the challenge, um, from a um, women's group of entrepreneurs was join a new platform and just be you on that platform. And I had never done that as a business person, just be myself. I was always a persona for my brand. Um, and Benson and I've talked about that before. And so it, it is, it's 
easier in some ways and, and more vulnerable and difficult in other ways. Um, and so it's, it's, it's an interesting process getting involved in the social media aspect of any branding, whether it's, um, you know, um, an, uh, an org branding or whether it's your own label branding. Right. It's, oh yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm doing it and they're saying that, you know, we're having the best engagement with my, with my posts, which is like so shocking to me, you know, because in, in my opinion, I, I really started angel for fashion, you know, and, and it's all about the brands really. It's all about these Ukrainian designers and really, you know, as a merchant, you really aren't the face of it normally. Um, so it has been kind of a new experience for me. It's a space where people really uh, find you engaging, where yeah. you have this, um, you know, just like the ease of you meeting Rachel and the ease of you meeting Benson. There is this magnetism that I think that they picked up on it. Like, no, we need to film this. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been interesting. I've been trying to make myself record videos, you know, every day. Um, so what platform I'm, are you uploading to? Are you doing um, YouTube? Are you doing? Mainly Instagram. Instagram. I mean, okay. I, the I, reels. I have, yeah. I mean, you might have to give me a some kind of like tutorial on TikTok because I have to be honest, I haven't even downloaded it yet. It's yeah. like highly addictive. Um, so I'm sorry, but also there is actually what I would consider or what um, that particular app would consider advanced age community. So um, there's a lot of fashionable people there. But what I told Benson about when I first got on it was Benson, without being in Austin any longer and having South by Southwest to go to, to see all the yeah. international fashion, for me, it was the ability to tap into a younger generation who could be these visual mentors right. of what is going on currently. And that's what I was missing, you know, being here in Denver um, in the suburbs <laughs> is that, you know, I was missing this cutting edge um, fashion visual um, that I was getting on a continual basis in Austin. And so um, it was just curious to me to find um, that you have this connection and I, I live vicariously through your posts because it's just, it's amazing to be able to be inspired by so many people in fashion. Um, and, and I'm, I'm inspired by it. <laughs> very, very inspired. Well, and I always, yeah. And that I always is. surround myself with these 20 and 30 somethings. Um, I mean, in, in my real life, uh, because I do think they kind of keep me young and fabulous. Um, and, you know, I do want to start kind of talking to that generation about the importance of this war on Ukraine, because I think what people really are talking about to this younger generation is, okay, maybe, you know, you're not super passionate about Ukraine or the country, but most of these younger people are very passionate about the environment, right? And like, what is happening that we are sending all these missiles and shells and rockets to the earth? Okay, we have to be really disrupting 
the earth with this war, correct? So if you care about the environment, then you really should get on board with stopping this Russian war on Ukraine, correct? Absolutely. And like they're getting really close to or have taken over um, like power facilities, um, nuclear power (laughs) facilities. And and that is frightening. Um, And I, you know, so much is in peril and at risk by people just being okay with the status quo or thinking that their small voice doesn't count. And I, I, I want to say that that's probably one of the reasons why I was just nagging Benson to do this podcast is that like, yeah, we're just two voices. And yes, we just talk on the phone on a regular basis, but like other people need to hear it, you know, and we know people that have to have voices that need to be lifted too. I know. I mean, can you believe that they hit a shopping center yesterday with 1,100 people in it? Uh, no. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's got to end, but it, I mean, it just doesn't seem like it's it's happening fast enough, right? Never does. Going into a direction that people aren't willing to just stand by anymore, and instead of waiting for that to happen acting now and making the change it's it's hard to fathom that people aren't more fired up Um, yeah and i just well yeah so i was speaking at delivering good you know they had found me online right after the war because they were looking for an american that um had done work with ukraine and my name kept coming up so that's how they contacted me and they told me like week one of the war that people would start to kind of lose interest by june and i feel like very much megan that's exactly what's happened um i mean you know you're not seeing like people go and protest in the streets against the war you're not i mean i even threw like a charity event for some of my guys who are special forces in kharkiv and like you know week what one or two or three of the war i would have had like hundreds of people at this charity event right Mm -hmm. and i did it a few weeks ago and I mean, it just didn't have the turnout that it would have had at the beginning. I mean, it is kind of crazy how much of a short attention span we all have, right? Yeah, and and it's terrifying with what's coming down in the courts right now about like, can can we keep it together long enough through the ego and immediate gratification mentality to get to the other side where we are like the best interest is looking out for everybody as opposed to the best interest is looking out for yourself. And, um, you know, I, I can't blame you for not wanting to stay in a country that, um, sides or aligns itself more with the me, 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 as opposed to like, Hey, like, let's all rise together. Like, we, we can all wear the cool shit. We can all let each other do whatever it is you want, dress how you want, be how you want. I'm not going to stomp on your religion. I want you to think how you want to think if it's going to keep your moralities in check. But it's like, let everybody else do their thing. You know, and I think that that's the hardest part right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we are very much taking a giant leap backwards 
in, in terms of so many issues in our societies, right? Like, I mean, I would never have thought Roe v. Wade would be overturned in my lifetime. It's shocking, you know? And I would have never thought that I saw a horrific war like this either. Um, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me, right? Um, but I mean, we, you know, just have to keep fighting for the right thing, I guess. Well, and keep being in other people's lives that have aligned thinking to keep it propelled forward, you know, and I think that continuing to have these talks and having you back on a regular basis to keep it in people's minds that like, there are some terrible things that are happening to our fellow designers who are really like they're going to be in history books people like rachel in the future are going to be writing about these designers and um what they went through and how they were able to create such beautiful things amid this struggle and i just i think it's a real pity that we have to be talking to, about it in this way um in moments of so much inaction um and it's just it's difficult to watch people's attention span wane and it really hurts my heart um to see all the things that are happening um uh, like through messages on the private side of things and then um just the now being more open to talking about this in front of my phone and the social media gremlin that happens to be listening on my phone, <laughs> that I'm being ad served more information about tragedies that relate to um, the textile and fashion industry. And um, it is all related to lots of um, governing policies that are um, intrusive to people existing in lands, which is kind of what is going on in Ukraine um, and what is happening sometimes here in the United States um, and, and other places in the world. And I think that it's important that we that we give it that voice, that we're able to to lift that up, even even if it's the small one, as long as we ignite a fire in somebody else, you know, we're just keeping it going. And so I think it's important that you come back as often as you want to. I mean, can you imagine that I was, I was literally, it was just a few days ago that I was listening to our, our past podcast um, in Israel actually. And I was like, oh my God, like I have to contact them again. I miss them. Um, and so it was just perfect. It's a gift, isn't it, Megan? Mm -hmm. We are disrupting the world by making things happen this fast. Thank you for listening today. Our guest was Jen Sidri of angelforfashion.com. Please go check out all of the designers on that page and their new feedback feature on their page. If you want to listen to back episodes of advanced fashion disruption you can go to our website where you can click on patreon where you can buy us as many cups of coffee as you feel like it because this shit is hard okay and then join us next week and be our pffs and hopefully all the technology works <laughs>